What is up, everyone? So, today I was feeling really, like, motivated and just so good in the morning. Got up in the morning, early in the morning. I had to bake some cookies. Well, not bake them. I had to go <laughs> make some dough for my roommate. Um, so, I, I was up pretty early. And I've just been kind of, like, meditating and relaxing on the Saturday morning and day um a lot of you may wonder what it's like she's actually relaxing on saturday so um i was able to attend the temple a week ago to attend a beautiful endowment session with my beautiful friend lynette and um, she and me have been talking a lot about endowments and getting endowed and stuff like that. And she, she asked me one, one question. She said, like, why did you choose to get endowed so young? And like, why did you choose to do what you need to do? And I was just like, wow, it's crazy to think that two years of being endowed, I am going through COVID and everything that... I haven't been back to the temple, you guys, since a year, for like two years, and I was able to go back to the temple on like around the time of my year mark of being sober, three years, and being um, two years in doubt, and so like for me, I'm a very like signage-filled type of person, and I just took that as a sign of like, damn, Talia, two years it took you to come back to the house of the Lord and feel his peace and holiness, it took you that long. And for me, that made me realize that kind of step back in my life and kind of think about what I need to change within myself, but within like what I do for myself. And I'm very been a very hard person to like talk and like do things for me and as everyone knows I work crazy amount of hours um I think this year I've worked so much that I've just gotten to the point where I can't wait for school to be out and then get into summer program and have a whole other new school year a whole wash you know um we've been doing full days at my my school and I, I'm only a before and after care teachers so like I come in the morning hang out with the kids in the morning and then send them to school and I go and like take a break I usually go work out usually take a nap and then come back in the afternoon and then watch the kids till like till when their parents come pick them up around six and so like that's what I've been used to and it's been nice to just be have that break in between to just meditate and like relax until I have to go back to school or get stuff done that I need to get done. But this year, because of COVID and all the changes of school schedules and stuff, we've been we've been working six o'clock a.m. to six o'clock p.m. and it's crazy. Like um, I've grown and I've also have learned a lot about myself and about my kids and I've also learned that <sighs> I love kids but I don't love them for that long that much to be with them every day but like honestly it's 
it's been such a rough year for all of us, I think, that, like, coming back to normal and seeing things, like, expand and grow and, like, being able to come back to full force, it's, like, a hope of, like, relief, you know? And, um, it's just been a rough year for, like, not just me personally like it's not even rough like I'm not saying like oh my gosh I want to kill myself or I hate everything like I'm I'm gonna quit my job um find a new job no I love my job I love my kids I do anything for them um it's just been a rough year to adjust I guess um the kids have been like on one this whole year and it's hard to like set discipline and set like structure within these kids because they're just like I don't know they need to go back to school I definitely think all the kids need to go back to school and socialize and just be happy and have that whole eight hour day of school instead of three hours like really and I think one thing that I'm grateful for is having coworkers that are supportive of like we're really supportive and communicate with each other like hey this is and this and this like let's get them structured let's get them on what they need to do like a schedule and like our kids are great kids like I couldn't ask for any other amazing kids like we have a very good disciplinary kids and I think it comes helps with like the teachers and the school but also it helps with like the communication with our staff and our coworkers. so it's just been a really crazy crazy time and so like when COVID hit I forgot like I was taking a break you know and I was like oh my gosh but then I got stressed out about financial needs and so I was trying to like I need to find a job and I I took up caregiving for elderly and I honestly it taught me it's taught me so much to like just love and be around and patience with everything oh my gosh you guys <laughs> I'm sitting in my room and my I have lights Christmas lights around my sign and it literally like half of them just burned out oh that's great now I have to go buy all new ones sorry that's so random but anyways sorry everyone I just literally witnessed that happen um, because it got super dark in here, and then I was like, something's flickering. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, maybe that's a sign. I don't know. It probably is, huh? Anyways, so, um, I was able to take up a caregiving, but right when I got into caregiving, um, I got a call from one of my bot, like, big bosses. I was like, hey, we're gonna open your site, and you're gonna run it, and, because my boss at that time was she didn't want to come back to uh to school and like work because you know like the procedures and covid was still a high risk and like she couldn't take that and which i totally agree because some people have family members that it can affect and like they have to be careful so i was like sure like i'll run it so i think i've just been running since now since June, July. No, we opened in June, started to June till like now, till almost April. And it's been already a year of COVID and we opened up like crazy. And I literally started with five enrollments and I'm 
they got to 25 to 30 enrollments in like a couple months and it was like I busted my ass and I was able to see the ins and outs of being a site director and practice and training to like training with my own boss because I was like yeah I want to become a site director like down the road but I didn't ever think that like this last summer I'd come like just straight up become a site director and I had to like literally I had a really good friend of mine that was also the site director we opened up together and we were able to do it together but like she already knew everything and I was stressed out because like I had just been a teacher and I wasn't like I I knew some things, but I didn't know everything. And like good thing, like my boss is really good at teaching us how to like deal with things and how to like know the professional things like billing and like all that and stuff. So it was like really cool to like step in to see what she goes through and what she has to deal with. But it's also like a lot. And like I was very like, oh my gosh, like I even I was over I literally worked overtime and just I just wanted to make it the best it could be for the kids. And anyways, long story short, I've just been running and just like with three different jobs and then I on top of that I just got hired to do this other job and so I'd go to there to there and like just go back and forth and like I'm not gonna lie to you guys I am still young I'm 26 but I've been working my ass off since I was 12 years old like babysitting jobs trying to get raised in college I had more than three jobs I worked security so like I would work all the time during the summer because I didn't go to college but then I would work sometimes like I come in at work I had to be at work at 10 p.m and I'd work till like two in the morning and it was great because like I was able to get all my studying done and like my homework done but sometimes I worked at five in the morning and then the next day I'd have an hour of sleep and get up and do it all again and like my body just it was young like I could do that and like I've just been on I call it for myself I've been on like the path of not destruction but the path of just running and surviving pretty much just holding my breath and just running and surviving and sprinting to a fucking who knows where <laughs> honestly like I look at now I'm like where was I running to and I've never really just sat down until now I'm 26 years old and like listen I'm not about the marriage and the dating life and stuff like that which is always have I been but it's because of like my sexual abuse and like being molested is why I've been very closed off but like I've grown so much since I've hit 26 and I just turned 26 but I've grown so much to the point where I understand my healing process and I I'm forgiven I've healed from the past and from the trauma that I've just been kind of like running for no reason honestly and it's crazy for me to think about it and like take my take my thoughts and just get hit a couple weeks ago just being in in the temple being so happy and at peace and then realizing that like dude it's time to slow down t like you need to slow down in life 
and I just I talked called up my good friend Tori and I was like why not call her up I texted her I was like I think I need to change my life and she's like what like you've already changed so much like you've grown it's like no I think I have based my life on just working and I use my work to excuse my situations social situations to excuse myself from being close to my good friends excuse myself from making memories that are going to be memorable when I grow up or when I live I haven't lived my life fully like I'm not a traveling person I'm not a crazy person that likes to go do things when I'm adventurous but I'm so tired and being able to attend the temple after two years but my COVID and stuff but after two years of being endowed is crazy like I feel for myself spiritually that I haven't given enough to my Heavenly Father or enough to my connection with my Heavenly Father and I don't know if whoever listens to this is religious like I it's just, this is me personally I haven't been able to really sit down and live my life like live through the moments of of creating moments with my good friends of not always having to miss parties not always having to reschedule brunches or luncheons or just like hanging out with people and I've done that so many times with people that I'll set something up and be like hey sorry I have to go into work my bad or I'm just so tired I'm not gonna lie to you I guess that's so tired that sometimes I even show up to my practices or to tournaments because I'm just tired or there's times where like my family comes into town no one sees me that whole weekend and my sister's in town right now and I literally just hang out with my sister that's pretty much it um because that's why he wants to you know like things come before work so um bottom line is that i want to tell you guys i have decided to take weekends off um i haven't told a lot of people but i've after my hand situation and having stitches and stuff my hands haven't been the same either. Um, I have a lot of pain sometimes with my hands and they're very fragile. And I've lost nerve damage actually in my middle finger on the right hand, which has been kind of hard to adjust because as people know, I, I love playing volleyball. That's one of my passions. I enjoy playing volleyball just for fun. And I go to tournaments in Hawaii and stuff to play with my good friends from college and and I even coach volleyball and I think the hardest thing was coming back to practice and having to adjust to hitting having to adjust to the ball and everything um it was crazy um I was in pain a lot my first time but then as my finger my hands are still healing they're getting stronger and stronger by the minute but it's just weird because I didn't know like we use our middle fingers that much, but my right hand middle finger, it does a lot in my daily tasks. Like it does a lot. And it's crazy to think that like I can't feel half of it. 
and I'm missing out of like half of that feel and that like pain like I can't feel anything because it's still numb and that just made me realize like I've been so numb in my life for not for pain not for suffering but I've been so numb for happiness and being relaxed and enjoying life I've been numb towards it all I've done I've in my whole entire mind when I was going through my traumatic experiences and remembering things I always thought I wasn't good enough to find happiness or I wasn't good enough for that person to be in their life I've always felt like I wasn't good enough for people and I wasn't good enough to be relaxed and have fun I needed to work hard and stay focused and it's crazy to me to sit here and just be like no Talia you are worth everything you're worth a billion and more you're worth celebrating you're worth understanding you're worth getting to know and you're worth to give your body a rest and I think it hit me as I texted my best friend Tori she was like dude like you know how many times everyone has been telling you that you just need to quit and you just need to take time especially the weekends off and even my sister I've been talking to my sister since everything happened and I went to on that vacation I've been talking to my sister more and more about it I was like dude I'm just tired like I'm not 21 again like I can't multitask and work hard labor jobs like I used to and I think it's time to settle down and not just like settle down to like marriage and like start dating but just settle down and relaxing and taking care of myself and it's it's gonna be a huge adjustment for me just because like I'm so used to working like Saturdays I'm used to be at work for 12 hours or more than eight hours and I think I'm so used to that stuff that I it's just it's just a routine in me and it's just crazy to think that like it took so much time to be able to figure it out like like really and on Saturdays honestly sometimes I just sleep or I just kind of like hang out in my bed and just watch all these movies tv shows and don't do anything i don't even leave my bed to just like do laundry and stuff and do things that i can do or just game and it's it makes me happy it makes me relax it makes me de-stress from everything i had to do throughout the week and honestly i'm more excited to take weekends off so i can work on my podcast and I can work on things that are passionate about me, about me, and that fill me with hope and just like, you know, I'm just excited to make podcasts and to record and to just relax and just think of things that I need to talk about. Um, today was crazy because I didn't even think I was going to make a podcast, but I did. And it's me talking about... Um, not working that much anymore taking time on my schedule my busy schedule and just to live in the moment of being around people i love 
and I don't have to schedule time with my friends. I can just tell them, hey, weekends, I'm good. Let's let's do something. And it's been so hard trying to, like, balance everything for me lately throughout the past couple years because I've been able to really connect with my friends on a whole other level since COVID because, like, all of us have been going through, you know, a rinker. But I was able to really connect and enjoy the moments that I miss you know I've never been social I've never been somebody that wants to go out and be social I've never been like that but my friends have always been like that and like I would not care if I had to miss a party or something awesome but now I realize that like my friends do need me and I need my friends like, I do need a social life. I do need to get out there. I do need to make a difference and have fun. And I think it's just important, you know, um, to realize that it's going to be okay in life. Realize to just give yourself a break. I'm a huge Grey's Anatomy fan, guys. Okay? You can ask my good friends. I have a session obsessions of a lot of things my number one re- obsession is rihanna love her to death don't know her that well but i literally know we're soulmates best friends soulmates up in heaven don't i'm not joking number two i'm obsessed with red pandas i am love with red pandas i want to own one one day and i'm oh, i'm legit gonna own one and then three um oh my gosh i just totally forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> My gosh, this is so embarrassing. Um, damn. I think Rihanna just got in my head and I'm like, for, like, it take it takes over, guys. It takes over. Um, I, <laughs> I don't even remember what to say. But I think three is I enjoy moments with people I love. And it's my family that I enjoy being around. And it's it's, it's my friends. Um, there are times where my friends come in from Hawaii or they come in from wherever they live. And they always hit me up. And they're like, hey, let's hang out. Like, I want to really hang out with you. And there are some friends that actually, like, make me. And they're like, no, Slee, like, this is what we're going to do. Like, meet us there. And, like, I love those type of friends because they motivate me to be better a friend like I may have not talked to them for the longest time and they'll hit me up and be like hey I'm in town like I want to do something with you like let's do it and those are my friends that have changed my life and it's it's me getting the courage to take my selfishness out and try to be a good friend and I have to remember myself like it's okay to have fun it's okay to take that time financially I do struggle all the time but I know money does not make happiness happiness makes good is filled with love respect and the moments we create with other people that's what I no happiness happiness fully takes and it makes and for me I want to be a mom 
I want to be able to not have to work, but work with my kids and be able to be there for them and have somebody that else that can, you know, work and help out. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. I love working and I will work um, as much as I can. But I also want to know that I can also do both. And that's the thing is that I've always learned to work and been working and worked so hard like a dog that it's time to just step away a little bit and focus on myself, but also start opening up to the world and start opening up to ideas that go exploring, go geocaching more, go do things that I always want to do, you know? And I think that's the most important thing. Sorry, I need point out. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Oh, attractive. That was so unattractive. No wonder I'm not dating or have a boyfriend. <laughs> so unattractive. Anyways, but I think... Long story short is that I've decided to clear up my weekends for people I love and to just hang out and enjoy it. To sit down and talk old stories, talk story and just hang out, maybe go to my tournaments, able to attend my volleyball tournaments, able to coach again. That's one of the things I've missed is coaching as a head coach. Or just having a team and just doing that even though it's stressful but it just it's something i love uh, be able to work on these podcasts for you guys and for those people that i'm that may be listening to be able to create new memories with my family my friends my neighbors my roommate to just be here and just for my friends to know that I am here and I am willing to hang out instead of having to schedule them in and then having my friends always like, well, I want the party around you, so what's the best day that you are free? I'm sick of always having to say no or rescheduling or falling asleep on the weekdays or having to go home early because I can't stay out that late. So I've decided to change my life and take a hold of it and just be like, um, bitch, you need to settle down. <laughs> and I think the support that I've gotten from my sister and from all my friends has been amazing. And I think a lot of my friends have been really worried about me because I work so much. And, like, I've been having a lot of health issues lately. And I... My body I, is slowly... Um, seriously it's slowly declining like it's crazy I know people are like no she's still young 26 but I've had a lot of injuries in my life and I have really bad knee issues and I've just I I have heart issues and I wasn't gonna bring this up but I had to go to the doctor couple months ago because my sister my family have been worried about me because my eyes have been very yellow 
and I do have really bad allergies, but my eyes, they do kind of like, they look like I have jaundice, but I don't, don't worry. My doctor just said I needed to work out and do more exercise, which honestly, it could be that, and everyone knows I'm, I, I do like to get out and exercise, but I haven't been able to, and I've slacked on that, so I need to get back to that, but I don't know, deep down inside, I know that I've been working way too much for myself, and it's time to take some breaks, it's time to relax and take a step back from it. Um, when I get really stressed out or when I get overworked, I start having heart murmurs, they're called. Um, when I was younger, I got really addicted to monsters, the green ones, the energy drinks, when I was about 10 years old. Um, it was just the thrill of the energy. Um, because me and my siblings, we would go to the mountain and just snowboard all the time, straight through, and me and my brother love energy drinks, like, to this day, I still crave them, but, um, I drink them throughout my whole entire life since then, and I, I drink sometimes, like, in college, and I would drink, like, four a day, just to stay awake and just feel energized, and, it has taken a toll on me because um, I'll start randomly just have heart murmurs where like a big pain in my chest where my heart is. It hurts for like a couple seconds or a minute and I literally one time I was with one of my, my best friend Tori. We were driving <coughs> and I was driving and I got hit with one of them and I like was like oh frick and she's like what is going on and then I had to tell her about my heart murmurs and she's like that is not good tea and I was like I know I know and here's me just kind of like nonchalant like whatever it's whatever it'll be fine and I'm grateful for those people that have been supportive and that have slowly watched me and kindly told me, like, get your shit together, Talia, like, you need to get it together. Um, I, and just to be able to live in the moment. I don't want to miss things, you know? Um, death is always on my mind. And I know this is kind of crazy, I'm going dark, but I've always wanted to die I was always ready to die in my life like I was always ready to die I was always ready for suffering I was always ready for the pain I literally live in my fear of life and conquer it I never take things for granted if something happy happens to me I always look for the negative outcome if something is positive I always look at the negative too I've always weighed my pros and cons throughout negativity. It's because I always, in my mindset, was like, I'm not worth it. Like, I don't need to live. If I died, I die. If I was literally the one that was like, died in a car accident or if something happened to me, I would be fine with it. And I think... Sorry, I've been very vocal throughout my years about it with my friends 
that they've all just been kind of like, okay, T, like, whatever. But honestly, I've always wanted to just die. Because I always felt like there's a bigger and better purpose than this life that I live. But then I realized that (coughs) that I need that it comes from insecurities deep down within me that I live a life that is just work no play and just ready to die and I realize like that's not a life to live I need to start living to up to what I need what I am capable to do and it's funny because like my parents the adopted parents they gave me our middle names and they gave me hope as a middle name and I have hope if you guys know me hope is like a huge deal to me I have it all over my room and it's it's something that is more sacred than the normal hope that people talk about or define it but my parents gave me hope um, because they hoped for another child through adoption they hoped they could, they could adopt me because I was a very intense case because I was international and there was a lot of things they had to go through in the process to be processed and to be able to go through with adoption. So they gave me the middle name Hope. And when I think of Hope, it's just crazy because I'm like, dude, Hope is like the, uh, the same. Hope is like the same as happiness. Hope is just you always have hope and you're hoping into things, a better thing. And it's crazy because, like, I've lived my whole life through hope and through conquering so much, literally going through hell and back for for everything that I've done. And I've just literally have sometimes just grasped on (coughs) that rod of hope hoping to not fall off, hoping for a better day. And it just dawns on me, like, today you're a prime example of hope. And that's why I named my podcast Hope. That's why I do, I love my middle name. And that's why I'm going to, it's going to be a legacy and a tradition to hopefully my generations throughout their namesakes. Um, because I just, I love it. And it's super, it's super cool because my sister's middle name is Faith. And my parents, she was the first one they adopted. My parents are so faithful. Um, a lot of people know my dad. He's an amazing guy. But a lot of people know my parents and they're amazing people. Humble, great. And they waited a long time to adopt. And... It just is like really crazy to think that they that they waited and they named us Faith and Hope. And it's really cool because I, I really love my sister's middle name. Like, she doesn't know this, but like, I'm always like, yeah. I always talk about her middle names. It's kind of funny, but she probably didn't know that. But I really love her middle names because I think they are just amazing. They represent a whole 
sacred story behind them, especially through adoption, you know, and my parents. And knowing my parents, if you know my parents, you would know what I'm talking about. But anyways, so yeah, um, I just wanted to share that piece of changing my life and trying to adjust to a relaxed weekend and just taking more time to do things that make me happy instead of working a 12-hour shift. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I'm going to miss working with my residents and the elderly, but they'll always have a special place in my heart, and that place will always have a special place in my heart. Ohana, um, it reminds me of Hawaii and the people, but I think it's time to just step away and step down from some responsibilities that I need to do, you know? And I think it's important to realize that in our lives and realize that it's okay to step down. It's okay to change things, even when you're used to things. Change and growth is important in living. Oh, shit. I have changed and grown so much throughout my life that I can't even keep track sometimes, you know. And um, I love watching on social media people that have changed for the better and have found their happiness through the gospel, through the religion, through spirituality, through um, their sexuality, through everything they do, their culture. I love it. I'm all for it. And I'm, I love that people love to hear my story, that people love to and tell me all the time. They're like, so you're just like, I love your story. And I, I appreciate it because I'm no basic person. Um, I am LDS and I am the Lord's Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But do I always agree with their principles and stuff? No. But do I love my Heavenly Father and have a connection and a testimony of them? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And some people ask me, why are you even in the church? Why are you even endowed? Like, how do you even have the faith to, like, keep going? You're not religious. Or, like, they'll say, why do you cuss? You're not supposed to. Or they'll just say things that I'm just like, bro, like, (laughs) yeah, I shouldn't. You know? I really shouldn't. You know? It's funny. I ask myself that all the time, why I believe in the things I believe. But I do. Because I have had the most personal experiences with my Heavenly Father and my Savior, Jesus Christ. And I would never, ever, ever doubt it. But I also would never, ever judge or doubt anyone that came to me and told me that they are atheists and don't believe in God. Cool. I'm down to be your friend. I love people for themselves and if they are happy I tell my friends all the time I'm just so glad you're happy um there was one friend that came to my birthday party that I haven't seen in ages and me and her keep on going back and forth and trying to like set something up to go eat out and I've been the worst friend and I felt on her and I feel so bad but she (laughs) is the most loving human being I've ever met she has gone through so much and she has 
her voice is amazing um her opinions are straight up and she's the most amazing person people judge her all the time all the time and it's crazy to me how people can judge somebody that is so beautiful for themselves for me to like look at her and to just be her friend and i'm so honored because she's the most amazing person deep down inside it's the insides people that are important a person could be plastic or a person could be ghetto as hell or homeless or struggling or psycho or crazy as fuck it's it's not about what they portray in the world it's about what's inside that's what makes them beautiful and i think i've really opened up pandora's box with all my friends because i've able to just find the beautiful traits in every single one of them and they're all different would we hang out in high school no we wouldn't even be friends if it wasn't for just knowing their themselves their true self and knowing my true self when i was younger just knowing and dealing with it and knowing that i was different i think has helped me conquer so much and just help me find those people that are true to themselves and true friends and do they irritate me all the time oh fuck yes <laughs> but they're worth understanding they're worth getting to know because they're precious souls in this world and i hope whoever listens to these podcasts or whoever hears my craziness and these podcasts i hope you just always feel the love i hope you understand that be different it's the thing it's never been it's never been told to us that you can't be different don't be like everyone else they're lame we all have our personalities and we are all a beautiful soul in this world that can change multiple souls And I just, it makes me so happy. Like, I'm just so happy to be able to, like, sit down on a Saturday and just talk, listen to the birds outside, and just be able to have a conversation and just sit down and not be stressed and have a podcast and be able to talk, to be able to just be so spontaneous with my life and don't know what I'm going to do after I've done the podcast. I do have a tournament, but I'm not a head coach So, like, maybe I'll go hang out with my best friend. Just, I don't have to decide on things. Yes. Hey, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, My roommate actually came in during my podcast reading. And she brought, oh my gosh, um, some stuff that I ordered. Oh, I ordered this beautiful, um, so I'm a big, like, oh, shit, what are they called? Um sorry i'm like all over the place i'm a big like bohemian like i just have a weird style that's all i can say but um yeah anyways um she just i just got my new thing and i'm excited so wear it sorry she brought me my mel she's a great person my poor roommate's probably like sorry but um Oh, as I say, I was just excited to not be stressed anymore um, and to just feel free and to be able to be spontaneous with my weekends and 
maybe I'll go enjoy, you know, summer's coming, I can go swimming, maybe go to the beach, maybe do a one-day trip somewhere with someone. So it's just exciting to see what's to come, and I'm honestly excited um, to overcome this fear of just drowning, and I need to stop, stop surviving and start living my life. And I think a lot of people are just kind of like, oh, that's crazy, you know? Um, just to live my life and to just be happy and have fun. Um, um, yeah, sorry, I'm texting right now, so. Sorry, guys. I do still live a life, but I live a busy life. Trust me, guys. Um, Sorry, Aaron. Okay, sorry. Anyways, um, I'm just excited. Um, I wanted to leave this, though, with you guys. I... I follow these, like, I follow celebrities, um, on my social media, not all celebrities, I only like a couple celebrities that, um, inspire me, but I wanted to read this and kind of talk about it, um, I don't know if anyone knows Anna Lynn, um, at Cord, but, <laughs> I'm sorry, if you're a 90210 revi- um, 90210 fan, it's the, the, the second runner-up or whatever there's 90210 with like the normal cast that everybody knows about which i love but then there's a second 90210 with like people um but i love watching it and i love i love annalyn um i've been able to um i've been able to like watch her grow and she's been she came out with more of like her struggles and her trauma and I was reading her post today and I just I loved it I loved the fuck out of it and I shared it on my social media because I just thought it was beautiful and I I could literally relate to it and I that's actually why I caught on to do a podcast today was this but I got carried away and I was excited to share my news about um freeing up my life and just you know but her what she said and her her um her Instagram and the 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 post she did I just I loved it so I'm gonna read it um but she's she's amazing um and this is what she said I used to believe life equals suffering you couldn't convince me otherwise. The dead are the lucky ones was my favorite quote of mine. Now I'm like, Psh, fuck that. I'm done living in hell. Being miserable is overrated. I also would punch a me in the face back in the day. I used to love the people who believed in happiness. My new understanding is as follows. Life equals suffering until gratitude is greater than pain. Gratitude, gratitude can only become greater than our pain when we take ownership of our own life, our lives. 
I had every excusable reason in the world to wash my hands of life and say, I'm checking out. This shit sucks. I got a dill shit. I, I dealt a shit hand. I got a dill I got dealt a shit hand. Sorry, I cannot speak. Healing sounds lovely, but the process is gnarly as fuck. A hundred percent, sis. Wow. hundred percent. I had to get... I had to get really honest with me about me. I had to stop running from the consequences of the bad decisions I knowingly made. So I flipped on it. I said, I accept, I accept, send me to hell. My mind did just that. Circumstances throughout my healing seriously worsened this. And then I began something really unorthodox. I started saying thank you to every bit of it. Thank you for the lesson. Next. What new pile of shit is going to be dumped into my life now? Give it to me. I can take it. Thank you. That all you got? This is what they don't tell you about healing. This is a part that everyone wants to skip. I'm here for truth. And the truth is, in Carl Jung's words, words, no tree can grow to heaven unless its roots reach down to hell. So I went to hell and I came back and I saw the devil and she was me. I had a lot of trauma and a lot of pain to undo it. I had to admit that I've caused a lot of pain and perhaps some trauma too. That was no easy admission to make. Facing me is what was done to me and required equal parts, compassion and self-responsibility. Compassion for the painful words. Responsibility for the harm those wounds went to on to cause and compassion for the amending process responsibility for the self-love and self-forgiveness required to heal the wounds once and for all i recently opened about the interdiction progress progress and i've been able to implement with the all the alternatives my dis oh sorry so she's just talking about her disorder which created to protect me grateful to be finally be whole so I, I fucking love what she said. Um, I could make a whole other podcast about this, but about healing, which I probably will. But I just want to leave that with you guys, like straight up truth. She even said it. She said, um, "This is is what they don't tell you about healing. This is the part that everyone wants to skip." I'm here for the truth, and I can't agree hundred percent more. I'm also here for the truth. Healing the process fucking sucks. It bring it's probably harder to live in your demons than to escape them. Like the healing process is the most fucking hardest shit ever. But it's it's the most humbling experience, the most amazing experience in my life I've ever gone through was the healing process. And I'm not saying like healing you may everyone has a different healing process like for lds people are like oh she went through the repentance process no i did yes guaranteed but i also went through a healing process for myself and like she said at the end i am glad to be whole i am so motherfucking glad that i'm whole that i am crazy (laughs) that i dealt with shit and I went to hell. I have seen the devil and it was inside of me and it was me. I had to do hard shit. And I did see hell. I went through it, damn it. Like, it's crazy. 
it's so crazy and i love how she said she quoted carl jung's words and said no tree can grow to heaven can grow to heaven unless its roots reach down to hell and that just a hundred percent it's so amazing to understand that and honestly i feel her because i woke up this morning and i was so grateful for life and just being here and just being able to relax and live and i've been so envious of gratitude and just being happy i did usually believe that life equals suffering and i couldn't convince myself at all and she's right a hundred percent that's i used to live in my sorrow and my like my negativity until three years of becoming sober and three years of finding happiness and like finding what I love and my passionate side has been the most humbling experience and I just can't wait to just release it to the world and voice my opinions and I love that this generation and this time people are voicing the truth being true for themselves and I don't know what people went through with came to COVID, but 100% love, 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 love that people can tell the truth and be passionate. Shit, we need more of that in life. But I just wanted to leave that with you guys and tell you guys life is worth living and life is worth the happiness that you're going to find. Trust me. Life is going to bring hardness and suffering and pain, but please, please, please hold on to the hope and the love and the happiness and the little moments that will make you smile and laugh, that will bring tears of joy. Just the little things in life can cause the most beautiful moments in your life, and I truly believe that. Make time for yourself Make time for the things you love and make time for your loved ones because these memories count and they're always going to be here with us. And I love you guys. Um, I feel so inspired today and I am so happy um, and I can't wait to see what what the future holds and this podcast and we're almost to our year mark of making the making this podcast and I am so excited I can't wait and I'm just so happy um anyways I love you guys and I pray for you guys and just know that you make a difference in everyone's life you are amazing and a beautiful soul so don't you guys ever forget that and I love you all and thank you so much for the support anyways I will talk to you guys later Um, peace.